All right. Good morning. This is uh, Phil Abair, July 11th, 7.32 a.m. This is the WBBF call, stands for We Build Brighter Futures. Um, today I'm going to go over what we call the Alliance Training Manual. It's the ATM. Um, this is a guide that you're going to use when you're in the home. This is used so you don't have to figure out what to say when you're in front of the customer, Okay. So we book our appointments, we show up to the house. Um, don't forget that step of showing up to the house. That's very important. Nothing's going to happen for you if you don't show up to the house. Uh, part of winning is just showing up. So remember, book your appointment, then show up to the house and knock on the door. Okay, You're going to go inside. Um, you're going to sit at the table, at the kitchen table only, um, and you're going to sit with the husband and wife. All right? <clears throat> if... I'm going to sit down. I prefer to sit next to the husband and have the wife next to him. Um, I'll let, I'll sit on the side. I'll let the husband sit at the head of the table and the wife sit to the right of him. Okay. So then automatically I'm pulling out my ATM. I'm laying it out on the table and I have, when I show up to the house, I have my lead in one hand. I have my ATM in the other hand and I have my backpack full of, my material over my shoulder all right over my shoulder i have my ipad paper applications brochures and any books that i use like growth without risk um, the dean vagnazzi better financial plan um, have all that material ready with you don't just take an ipad to your meeting or laptop to your meeting because what happens if your battery happens to be dead or you can't access uh, internet, um, or something's happening to your computer where it's freezing. So you always want to make sure you have paper applications. Don't miss out on the opportunity because you're not prepared. All right. So um, have the eight. When I sit down, I automatically pull out the ATM and I put the lead on the table. I open up the ATM to the front page and I just let it sit there. I want to make sure I remind them why I'm there. Sometimes I, I show up and one of the spouses doesn't understand why I'm sitting there. So I want to I start out and make sure we're on the same page going forward. And what I'll do is I'll say, hey, Jim, Sue, um, which one of you guys filled this out? And I'll slide it over to them. And Jim will say, well, I filled this out. Okay. Hey, Sue, um, are you aware of this as well? Yeah, we filled it out together. You know, he just used his handwriting. All right, great. Um, if she wasn't aware of it, I'm going to hand her the lead and give her a minute to look over it. And I'm going to say, okay, what this is is mortgage protection. Um, anytime somebody gets a loan, then they look to put mortgage protection in place. Um, this used to be done through the banks in the past. They no longer provide that service. So in order to get this, you have to use an outside organization like us. So let's just talk through this. If it makes sense, I'll show you the next steps. If not, um, I'm not here to sell you anything. So if it don't make sense, we're still friends, okay? Um, I like saying that statement because it brings, it relieves them of the pressure of them thinking they have to buy something, okay? I also like to say, if it makes sense, I'll show you the next steps. Because most of the time, by the time we're done with a meeting, it's going to make sense if we're doing the conversation properly. Okay, so 
part of when we're meeting with the family is I need to get them thinking correctly. All right. Um, most people don't think the right way. So through the conversation, I need to ask questions. I need to give them information and steer them in the direction of the, of the thinking I need them to have towards the end. So, all right, I'm going to start going through this page by page. Another, what I like to do is I like to hire in the home. Okay, so one of the things we do is we hire across the kitchen table. Um, the best person you can hire is a client because they believe in this product. Okay, so we're not only going in to get an application, we're picking up the phone, calling from the home, we're filling out a green sheet, getting referrals, but don't forget the step of asking the client if they want to work with us. You'll be amazed how many people say yes um, if you just ask a simple question. So I like to ask the question up front, and then again, I like to ask it before I leave. All right. The very first page, um, the company I represent is called The Alliance. We specialize in mortgage protection, final expense, regular life insurance, and retirement protection. I don't mess with auto or home insurance. I'm licensed in the state of Texas, and I specialize in these areas. Now, has anybody already come out and talked to you about mortgage protection? They're either going to say yes or no, and depending on what they say, I need to be able to respond. If they say yes, great. Uh, catch me up with that. What happened with that conversation? Okay, if they say no, say, okay, well, I want to make sure I get this information to you because it's pretty important. Um, how about regular life insurance? Do you have that outside the job that you own and control? They're either going to say yes or no. If they say yes, I'm going to compliment them. Great. That's great that you have that. Most people don't. So good job on that. Um, do me a favor. Go ahead and grab that policy because that's going to be an important part of uh, making sure we have the right plan in place and they either go get it or don't go get it. I'm not going to battle them. If they don't go get it, the, one of the number one things they're going to say is, ah, it's in a box somewhere. Um, that's really BS. They just don't want to go get it. They don't trust you enough yet to go get the information. Um, normally what happens is they'll say no up front. And then by the time I'm done going through all the information, they trust me enough and I've educated them enough to where they're going to go get the policy without me asking. Okay. If they say, no, I don't have insurance outside work. I'm going to say, well, how about through work? Do you have one of those policies? And most of the time they say yes. And again, I'm going to compliment them. Um, first, I'm going to say, great, take advantage of all that you can get. Not everybody has that. Um, so it's either free or inexpensive. I would get more if you could get more, if it's free. Um, but you know that's not like real life insurance, right? And they're going to kind of raise an eyebrow, look at me, and, well, what do you mean? So the reason I say that is because you don't own and control that policy. It's controlled by the company. Um, they can give and take it away at any point in time, right? And when you leave the job, you don't get to take that with you, right? Um, so that's why I say it's not like real life insurance because when you need it, most of the time, it's not going to be there. Only about 2% of those policies ever pay out. Okay, any questions? No, nope. and then I flip to the next page.
All right. The two most important pages in this ATM, and I think they're equally as important, are the About Me page and the Why Is It Important page. All right. We need to build the rapport and build a relationship, and we also need to bring up the pain and, and the emotion of the meeting. Okay. So what I'm going to do on the About Me page is I'm going to say, like I said when I walked in, my name is Phil Abear. Um, I was born in San Antonio. I live in, in Fort Worth now. I come out here on the weekends to help about 15 to 20 families until we can hire somebody either part-time or full-time. We have a lot of families filling out these letters, and we need a lot of help. So if you know anybody looking for work, I'd love to sit down and talk to them because um, we need a lot of help out here. Um, so that's my first plug at asking them to come on board with us. Okay, if they don't do it, they might know somebody. And my goal through the meeting is I want to make this look very, very simple to where they can believe they can do this themselves. Okay. Now I don't talk about the money up front, about the $500 a pop. I just plug that we need help. I come out here, see 15 to 20 families a week uh, over the weekend. And, um, until we can find somebody that can help us part-time or full-time. Now you can say that whether you're running locally in your own city or if you're running at a distance, it doesn't matter. Right. And that's all I say on that page. And I say, where are you guys from? And I'm now I'm asking them questions because I don't know if this couple still loves each other or if they're falling out of love or if they just had an argument. But what I need to do is I need to recreate that emotion of love. Right. Paul says life insurance is bought off of love. OK, it's bought because the husband loves the wife and the wife loves the husband. Um, so what I need to do is make sure before we move forward, we have that emotion of love and they care for each other and they find family important. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm asking them, where are you from? Wow. That's a great area. What was it like growing up there? Right. What brought you to this area? And then I asked the wife the same thing. Where are you from? How'd you guys meet? Really? Okay. How long you been married? And whether they've been married a year or 50 years, my follow-up to that is, man, that's great. That's not common these days. Good job making that happen. What's the key to staying married? And then I listen to them, and they'll it, they'll have a good little conversation about that. Um, and then I say, well, how'd y'all meet? And I listen to their story of how they met. Oh, okay, who chased who? And they'll laugh about that. I said, did he just walk in the room one day and just sweep you off your feet? Or was it the other way around? And they'll laugh about that. Um, and then I'll start asking them about their family. Okay, so how many kids do you have? Really, what are their ages? What do they do for work? What do you guys do for work? Um, how many grandkids do you have? All right, so the reason I'm asking these questions because my next follow-up statement is, man, it seems like family is important to you, right? And they'll say, oh, yeah, family is very important. Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm getting them on the right page of thinking family is important. We love each other. I want to make sure my family's taken care of. Um, all right, and then I say, well, here's the important stuff. Um we represent, and I flip to the next page, we represent about 15 different companies. The reason we have so many options is we do all the shopping around for you. All right, well, when I say that, we don't shop for prices, okay? 
the this kind of insurance you can't go out there and get discounts or bundle like you do the auto stuff um, the state of texas controls the, this kind of insurance so it doesn't matter which company we use really it's all based on age and health conditions will determine which company and which plan we use all right so some people here on the radio that a million dollar policy for 20 bucks a month that sounds really great but what they don't realize is that's called an accidental only plan and the insurance companies they don't tell you that on the advertisement all right what they want to do is catch your attention they want you to call in and submit an application and when you do that they're going to say oh jim by the way what you're looking for is this other plan and it's this dollar amount so they kind of sugarcoat it they're not up front all all the time um so people hear that, and they think they can go shop around and get cheaper prices elsewhere. But that's not the case. As long as we're in the same kind of plan, right, there's three different kinds of plans. As long as we're in the same plan based on your age and health, it's the same cost between different companies. It might be a couple dollar difference, but it's about the same cost. It makes sense. Any questions? You guys familiar with any of these companies? And as soon as I'm saying that, I point to Mutual Omaha. Because I need them to hurry up and say Mutual of Omaha. I want to control the time in the meeting. Um, so I don't want any wasted seconds or minutes spent on extra, like, looking around and talk. I, I need to control the time in the meeting so I'm in and out within an hour to hour and a half. Okay. So they, I point to Mutual of Omaha, and they normally say Mutual of Omaha. Say Transamerica is pretty common. They do a lot of 401ks. Um, these companies down here, they don't advertise because they don't need to. They've been around for hundreds of years, and you can see they have plenty of money. So the main thing to know is these are all top-level companies, and they, they can take care of your families with no problem. All right. Okay, then I flip. Next page is mortgage protection. Or if you're there with a the final expense, then your, your next page is going to be final expense. Okay, so you have to hit a couple things on this before you move to the next page of showing quotes or anything like that. All right, so mortgage protection, pretty straightforward. If something happens to either one of you guys, there's a plan in place to take care of the mortgage. Be careful. Don't say there's a plan in place to pay off your mortgage because most of the time we're not getting full coverage on the loan. What we're doing is we're getting partial coverage to do what's called payment protection. So pretty straightforward. It's a plan in place that when something happens to either one of you guys, the mortgage is taken care of. All right, you choose the beneficiary. That means the banks are not the beneficiary. Um, the money will go to your spouse, and then she has that money to take care of the mortgage. It's portable. That's very, very important. The old kind of mortgage protection that was done through the banks was not portable. What that means is if you ever decide to move, this is a beautiful home, not sure why you'd want to do that, but if you ever decide to move or if you refinance on your loan, you just keep this plan in place. You don't have to redo it because you got a new loan. Um, the plan has a level death benefit and level premium. So whatever we get approved for today is locked in place for the entire plan. So you don't ever have to worry about the death benefit going down or the premiums going up because you know our, there are plans like that, right? And they always nod and agree. Oh, yeah, I know that, whether they know it or not. 
Okay. And what's important is, wouldn't you agree that the older we get, the worse our health gets, right? Our health starts going down as we get older. Okay. So whatever plan we get today, if you come down with cancer tomorrow or have a heart attack tomorrow, or in 10 years you have cancer, that doesn't matter. This plan is locked in place regardless of what happens with your health. So that's pretty important. Okay, and then it covers death due to illness or accident. Remember I said those other plans only cover accident. They're good plans, right? But these plans cover any kind of scenario. And then what most people do is called payment protection. They don't always want full coverage and it's not always affordable. So what, what they'll do is get something in place that when you pass away, your spouse will have enough money to pay the mortgage for a certain amount of years, you know, maybe five years. She'll have enough money to make the mortgage payment for the next five years. Okay. What that'll do is it's an affordable plan and it'll give her enough time to stay in the house where she's not forced out right away. Okay. Maybe you do a, a one-year plan of payment protection because maybe y'all's desire is to sell the house after one of y'all pass away. Well, you still need time to make that happen because I don't know if you've ever sold a house before. It doesn't sell overnight or it doesn't sell within a month all the time. Okay, But, but what's always due at the first of the month? You're right, your mortgage uh, payment. That's not going to stop when one of you guys pass. So you want to make sure you have a plan to where your wife or your husband have money to make that payment without any worry, okay, to make sure there's a roof over your head. Make sense? Yep, okay. And then I flip the page. I don't talk about disability or return of premium because it's not always affordable, and there's no point in even bringing it up and getting them to think they can get it if it's not affordable. Um. Then I flip to the next page and I say, this is the why is it important. Take time on this. If you're going through the ATM and you're doing everything and up to this point, you kind of skip through this, then it's, you're making it very hard on yourself. You have to sit on this page. And just like we ask five, six, seven questions on the about me page, you have to do that here. Five, six, seven questions here. Okay. So, what we need to do is get them thinking properly on why this is important, um, what what reality will be when somebody passes away. Okay, so what I'll do at this point is if I've been talking fast or if I've been energetic, I need to slow it down and slow my talk down and get to a more serious mode. Um, what I'm going to do is say, hey, Jim, Sue, um, when you guys fill this out, take me back to that moment, you know, when you had your pen and you're writing your information down, what exactly was going through your mind when you guys fill this out? What were you thinking about? Who were you looking to protect? And when I say that, then I slide the letter over to them. I want them to look at it and have it in their hands and recreate that emotion of what they were thinking about when they filled it out. Okay. So when they do that, they're either going to say, well, I want to make sure my family's taken care of and there's a roof over their head when I pass away, and I understand the importance of this, so that's why we're doing this today. 
that's ideal if they say that. Um, some other things they might say is, well, we just wanted prices. Or, you know, I wasn't sure what this was, so we just filled it out. Okay. Um, if they say any of those last two things, all right, uh, okay, I get what you're saying. Well, now that you know what this is all about and why it's important, what exa- who exactly are you looking to protect and um, what what's going through your mind? Right. So what I want to get them to finally say is I want to make sure my spouse is taken care of. That way the family has a roof over their heads. Okay. When they say that, don't stop. Normally when you first start with us, you're thinking you can stop and move forward. But that's not enough. You have to now take it further and say, okay, help me understand your situation, and let's see if this is even needed. All right. So let me ask a question. This is a tough question. Not a lot of people like to talk about it, but it's pretty um, necessary right now. It's pretty important right now. So let's say, Sue, and what I'm trying to determine up until this point and what I've figured out through the About Me page and asking questions is I've already determined which spouse makes more money, okay? So what I'm gonna, who I'm going to ask this question to is the spouse that makes the least amount of money. So it could be the husband or it could be the wife, right? So let's say, let's just say it is the wife. I'm going to say Sue. Okay. Let's think about, let's say tomorrow you get a knock on the door and it's the sheriff's department and they they showed up to your door and they say, Jim got in a tragic car accident and he's not coming home tonight. What does life look like for you that day in the next weeks? Um, Sometimes they tear up and they don't want to talk about it. Um, If that's happening, that's a good thing because they're thinking the right way. They should be thinking that way. All right. Um, Sometimes they'll say, well, it's going to be tough. Um, don't just stop there and say, okay, well, I know what tough is to me, but what is tough to you? What does that exactly mean? I know emotionally you're going to be devastated, right? You're going to need time to grieve. Um, the kids are going to be devastating because their dad's not going to be here anymore. But financially, what does that look like for you? Do you have enough money in place to keep taking care of the mortgage? All right. So if they say yes, I say, okay, well, where do you keep that money um, that's going to offset the mortgage cost? And what I'm trying to do is gather more information about do they have money for annuities or can I possibly do IULs later? So, oh, no, we have, you know, 50 grand in the bank. All right, great. Um, Well, that 50 grand after you pay for the funeral, funeral is about 10 to 15 thousand dollars. Now you have about thirty grand, thirty-five grand. Um, how long will that last you to cover the mortgage? Okay, your mortgage is a thousand a month, so that's going to be thirty-five payments you can make. Um, what are you going to do after three years? Do you want to stay in the house? So I'm I'm asking questions to walk them through rea- reality. Okay, and if they said 
oh no, I you know we have Jim has a four hundred one k that will come to me. I say, and then what I'm going to ask them so I can get an idea of how much is in that four hundred one k. Okay, that's retirement money. That's money you're going to use in the future to live off of. Um, just give me an idea of ballpark. Is that more or less than what your current mortgage total amount is? Okay. And if they say more than, and their mortgage is two hundred grand, then I know they have more than two hundred grand sitting in a four hundred one k. I'm not trying to ask them right now how much exact money do they have. I'm just trying to get them to re- reveal bits and pieces of information about their financial background, so they feel more and more comfortable telling me the exact number here in a few minutes. Um, so I'm at walking them through. If they say, no, man, it's going to be tough. I don't know what we do. Okay, well, what what would you do? Um, would you be able to keep the house? No, I don't know how I'd pay for it. All right. Um, how long do you think it's going to take to sell the house? Well, shoot. I, my friend just sold our house, and it took 12 months. Okay, so we need to have at least a 12-month game plan in place. All right. For those 12 months, would you have to go get a second job? Well, yeah, most likely. Okay. What's going to happen with the kids when you're working two jobs? Who's going to be here to take care of the kids? And I didn't even think about that. All right. Are you going to have to have somebody move in with you to help? Or do you have a family member that can help you out on a daily basis? Or will you have to move out and go live with somebody? Who would that person be? Um, How are the kids going to feel? Are they going to have to change school districts when you make that move? All right. So you see I'm taking my time. I'm asking questions. This is very, very important. Don't skip through this. All right. After I ask her questions and get her thinking on the right track, And I'm going to say, Jim, how do you feel about all this? Um, How do you feel about this when your wife's going to go through this when you're not here? And, yeah, I don't like it. If he don't say he don't like it, then there's more problems after I leave that house, right? They're probably going to get a divorce. So by this time, asking the right questions, revealing the right information, is leading them to think we, we need this in place. Now it's just a matter of finding something that's affordable to them. Okay, so before I move forward to the next page, I'm going to say, so you would agree with me right now. Wouldn't you agree that some kind of coverage is better than nothing? And I need them to say yes to that question. Don't move forward until they say yes. So would you agree with me some kind of coverage is better than nothing? Well, yeah, of course. Okay, great. Now I can move forward. Um, And I share a story at this point also. Um, I share a story about a friend of mine that passed away at 32, left a, a wife and two young kids behind, and now she's still struggling to make ends meet years later. Um, so I also want to share a story of a scenario of something that just happened that will relate to them and help them understand the importance. All right, we're almost done. Um, then I flip to the next page. That was just kind of an emotional moment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, what's going to happen next? As I need to see if you guys can even get approved for this, um, what I'll do is ask a few questions. Don't worry, I'm not going to uh, ask you to go pee in a cup or try to draw your blood. They normally last at that point. Um, 
I'm going to say, I just need to ask a few questions, see what we can get you qualified for. Then I flip to the next page. My next page, the financial picture page. Here, what I need to know is their age, date of birth, height and weight, tobacco status, medications that they're on now and in the past, and then health conditions that are happening now and in the past. Okay, get that information, and then once you get that information, say, hey, I think I, I know which route I'm going to go with. Let me just run this by my senior underwriter to make sure we're on the right track. Then you pick up the phone and you call from the house, and you, whoever you have on standby waiting for your call, make sure you have somebody waiting for your call. Uh, communicate with your growing up line, and they should be ready. And they should also have backups in place to where if they're on an appointment, they you have other people that you can call. Um, be prepared before you go out there. Don't just start calling people at random, expecting people to answer uh, when you haven't let them know what your appointment times are. So once you get that information, call from the house and say, hey, uh, George, this is Phil. I'm sitting down with Jim and Sue. Uh, looking to get them mortgage protection. You got a couple minutes? He's going to say, yeah. And then he's going to ask me questions of the information I just gathered. Okay. Now it's going to delay the process. If I, let's say I ask the question, like, what's their height and weight? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Jim, what's your height and weight? Okay. And then I'll say, Oh, what medication, Jim, I'm sorry. What medications you on? So make sure you have that information up front. Okay. Then based on that information, uh, George is going to say, okay, well, go with Forrester Strong Foundation. Go ahead and pull out the application. Ask them the health questions and then call me back. Okay. What he's doing during that time frame is he's going to verify Forrester Strong Foundation's okay. He's going to check the height, weight chart, the medication list, and the underwriting grid. And then based on the answers to the question, when I call him back, he'll have three quotes ready for me. And then I'm going to show them the three quotes and say, okay, this is what most people in your scenario would do. Um, here's three options. Which one of these, and I'll explain to them how the three options work. I say, which one of these do you want to get approved for today? If there's any hesitation, I always steer them towards the cheapest plan. I say, look, none of this is really even important until we find out if you get approved. So let's just go with the slowest plan so it's affordable we get in a place and then later I can always come back out here and increase it. All right. Normally when I say that, they say, Oh yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead. I don't want them thinking about this too much, making it a big deal. I just need them more thinking. Let's find out if we can get approved. Let's find something that's low in their budget that we know they can afford like 25, 50, 85 bucks a month, whatever that family can afford and get them to commit to it. And then I really want to just keep that in place for the first year so it's comfortable and they're not even really feeling the premium come out of their bank account, almost like a gym membership. You know, some people have two or three gym memberships. They don't even realize it because the cost of it's only 25 bucks a month. So we want that feeling here as well um, to where it's affordable. There's no issues. They can keep it. It's in their budget. They don't even have to think about it. They know it's there. And then later, I can always come back and convert it to a, a UL, IUL, um, to some kind of permanent plan um, and do all that. Okay. So after that, make sure you set up the ERS program. People are killing it right now with the ERS program. So make sure you take time to reach out to the people who know this program and learn it. 
It's up to you to do that. Um, don't wait for somebody to teach and coach you on this. Go reach out and learn how this works because we set 20 appointments a week. Five of those appointments should be ERS or referrals, if not more. Learn the ERS program. When you're dialing today, some of your dials that you're making should be setting up ERS and referral appointments. Challenge yourself. Don't just set lead appointments. Challenge yourself to have a handful of appointments that are ERS and referrals. You eventually want to get away from leads and work that ERS and referral program. All right. Um, and then also, you should have enough in the conversation to understand will annuities work in their scenario or do they need retirement help? Okay. If they do, you want to get a green sheet. Um, some people use the green sheet when they're asking the health questions and they just start filling out the green sheet. Um, I used to use the back of the lead. I'm going to start using the green sheet when I'm asking the health questions because it's a smooth transition to get the, the green sheet filled out, get it signed, and then find out where their money is and um, if I can do anything further. All right, guys. Well, I hope this helped. Um, we're up here in Austin, Texas today. We're having a boot camp at, from 1 to 4.30. If you have people out here, um, get them out here in front of the leaders. And I um, love you guys. Hope this helped. Have a great day at dialing. I'll see you guys later.